Hello everyone, welcome to episode 21 of my podcast called Hannah's Song of the Week. My name is Hannah and the song that I can't seem to get out of my head this week is Silk Chiffon by Muna featuring Phoebe Bridgers. Why hello! Welcome back to another episode where I am recording this in my apartment again and there's going to be apartment noises as I just heard someone scream. This will be a great time. So welcome everyone to 2022. I turned 24 this year in February, but I'm very excited to see what this year holds. I hope it gets better and better than 2020 did when it brought us all back down to our knees. Because just when we got live music back, I feel like at the end of 2021, now we are back into this dangerous situation with Omicron where shows are being canceled again. And I 100% want to be safe. That is always my top priority in this pandemic. But it just felt so nice to be able to do things that I enjoyed again. And so I'm just kind of sad and disappointed that this is happening again. But obviously, missing one tour is not going to kill me. And that artist will always tour again. So that's just kind of something that I have to like affirm myself. And as like my mom keeps trying to tell me to live in the moment. I think that's all we can do during this time. So the music industry is always kind of really quiet around the holidays, similar with like the film industry as well. So it's kind of just anticipation on who is going to be releasing music in 2022. And last episode, I kind of went over some really amazing stuff that happened in 2021, some new music from artists. And it was honestly like a really good year for music. I keep forgetting albums that were released in 2021 because the year honestly was a pretty long year music-wise. I feel like people were dropping albums early in January and then they were dropping them as late as December, November. So 2022 is going to be a great year for music. I can feel it in my bones and I feel like there's going to be a comeback of someone. Someone is going to come back in a big way who hasn't been making music for maybe just a little while or maybe for a long while. Rihanna. Every new year, I'm like, okay, this is Rihanna's year to come back to music and every year I am wrong. But maybe this is the year. Honestly, it'd keep me kind of badass if like Rihanna like collabs on a song with Lizzo or Doja Cat or something like that. Something like a random collab. That would be kind of cool. But while the new year isn't starting off the way we all kind of wanted to, the song today is going to make you happy. I promise you. This song always makes me super happy whenever I am just completely sad. And it's really funny because Phoebe Bridgers is featured on this song. So she's not the artist of this song, but she's featured on it. I'm still debating whether in this podcast I can do double dipping on artists because like they'll release new music and that'll probably get stuck in my head. We'll see. Maybe when the time comes, I'll address it. But anyway, Phoebe Bridgers that we have talked about a lot on this podcast is featured on the song today. And it's hilarious that it's a happy song because as we know, Phoebe's music is depressing AF. But it's necessary depressing music, okay? It's music that I need when I'm sad, music that I even need when I'm happy. And sometimes people give sad music bad rap, like it brings them down. Why would they want to listen to that? But I think sad music has the best music out there best lyrics, best meaning, 
best feeling of the human condition. But sometimes you're happy, okay? Sometimes you're happy. Kind of like Lord when she released Solar Power and all of a sudden she was released a really happy album compared to pure heroin and melodrama. And her fan base was like, why aren't you sad? Look, people can be happy. And the same thing happened with the release of Silk Chiffon by Muna featuring Phoebe Bridgers because Phoebe was in this insanely happy song. And her fans were like, what? Why are you happy? <laughs> and I think Phoebe tweeted, she was like, we need happy songs too, guys. Like, I write happy songs too. This is really funny. And boy, does this song make me happy. This song is like the perfect electro pop song that you really need when you just need a good bop or when you're in a good mood. Like sometimes when I'm driving in the car, I'm like, oh, I just want to jam out to something. Boom, Silk Chiffon, put it on. It's also, for some reason, it's a song that makes me feel good about myself, even though it's not necessarily a self-love song. Maybe it's just because I enjoy it so much and it brings me happiness that that happiness then translates into me kind of loving and feeling myself. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe you'll feel the same way too. But where I found Muna was on TikTok, obviously, like anybody else in the world. It is insane that TikTok has kind of like turned into the place where I find new music, but it is. And it's good music, so what can I say? But I actually got like the notification on TikTok or like just the announcement that Phoebe had a new song and that it was a collab. But then that notification and me listening to Silk Chiffon made me go into like a Muna spiral. And I absolutely love them. I honestly, when I first listened to them, I didn't realize that they were a band because it's very predominantly like one person in the band sings and they're not like a rock band. So I wouldn't assume that anyone's playing any instrumentals with them, but they are a band. They're a band of three. And if you don't know Silk Chiffon, which I don't know what you've been listening to, if you don't know Silk Chiffon, then you may know one of their songs called Number One Fan. That's one of their biggest hits too. And that is actually, that's a really good song as well. It is on a couple of my playlists. But I'm super stoked about Muna because I feel like a lot of people know them, but they aren't big enough like Phoebe. Like Phoebe is big, but she's not like A-list type big, but she is big in a certain kind of indie alt community. And I feel like Muna can be that way in the indie pop community, but they're not quite there yet. And I definitely think Silk Chiffon here helped them put them on the map because obviously I found them through Phoebe Bridgers and through this song. Although I had heard of them before and I had heard of the song Number One Fan and I think one of other of their songs before, but it wasn't until Silk Chiffon that made me think, oh, I want to like actually sit down and listen to them, be dedicated to them. So, Muna is an electric pop band from LA consisting of Katie Gavin, Josette Maskin, and Naomi McPherson. They met in college at University of Southern Carolina. So they're in their mid-20s, about two or three years older than me. Joseph and Naomi play guitar and were used to playing in ska and rock music, but changed to a pop sound when they met Katie, who would become their singer. And the three of them just kind of meshed in this more of a pop sound than they did of like any kind of other rock sound. They got their stardom by self-releasing their EP More Perfect in 2014 on Bandcamp and SoundCloud. This success led them to be signed on by Columbia Records, where their first full-length debut album, About You, would be released in 2017. So all three members of Muna 
identify as queer, and Naomi is non-binary. They embrace their sexuality in music to inspire people to be more comfortable in their own identities, and that is a strong message in Silk Chiffon as well. In 2016, they toured with Group Love in America, and funnily enough, I think that year, Group Love was also at ACL, so it makes me think, were they there too? I'll have to go look up the lineup and see. In 2017, they toured with Harry. They opened up for Harry Styles on his live on tour in 2017, and I am so angry at myself because I was a wee little freshman at St. Edward's. I vividly remember this. I vividly remember this. I was on my laptop, and I noticed that Harry Styles was coming to Austin, which I think is the only time he'll ever come to Austin is that live on tour, by the way. But he was coming here, and I was looking at my laptop, and I was looking at the ticket prices, and they were they were pretty hefty. They were about like $200, but I mean, it's, it's Harry. It's going to be hefty. And so I was like, that's too much for him. And I don't really listen to his solo stuff. So I didn't go. I didn't go. And now the fact that I have found out that Muna opened for him in 2017 is another reason that I will hate myself for not going because I could have been a fan of them sooner. That's happened to me so many times. Like I go to a concert and there's an opener and I absolutely love their music. I write their name down. I save them on Spotify and then I become a big fan of them. And that could have happened sooner if I went to live on tour. In 2019, Muna released their second studio album, Save the World. The lead single off of this album would be Number One Fan. I believe that song is kind of what got them into TikTok stratosphere as well. In 2021, the band signed with Phoebe Bridger's record label, Satisfactory, which would make sense that then this single, Silk Chiffon, would be able to happen. So, with a little bit of a background on Muna, let's get into the song today. The beginning of this song, I'm not kidding, it really sounds like it's coming from the 2000s. It's like this warpy kind of sound. There's kind of like a lot of, and this is the best way I can describe it, rapper like waka waka kind of sounds in this beginning too. And for some reason that really reminds me of 2000s music or 2010s music. And then we have a beautiful guitar that starts off the song and it sounds very sunny and very light. And that's what the first verse kind of alludes to as well. Sudden, all of a sudden, bam, beach song. I can feel it, beach song already, with the first note of the guitar. And the chord progression of this song, it feels very basic to me, but that's okay because I think the song is supposed to be just this fun and exciting, like, cute little bop. And it accomplishes that. The music is great in this song, and we'll highlight more the melodies because I think the melodies is what really carries the song versus the instrumentals of it. But I think what also carries this song are the words and the meaning behind it. So let's get into the words. So the first verse... Katie sings, sundown and I'm feeling lifted, downtown cherry lipstick, watch her silk dress dancing in the wind, watch it brush against her skin, makes me want to try her on. So first off, we have good vibes, sundown, I'm feeling lifted, and I love how this song, you'll see very vividly in the pre-chorus, this song paint a really nice, beautiful picture of someone feeling loved and carefree by using words and by using just like nouns like downtown cherry lipstick you know like this it sounds like someone's got their cherry lipstick on they're walking downtown those just give off the vibes of like carefree and fun and then we get kind of like the protagonist of this song the silk chiffon of this song it's this woman who's wearing a silk dress and she's dancing in the wind also kind of like this carefree vibes. And I really like how they used silk to kind of define like this person that they, they feel love and they feel attracted to. And I absolutely love that this song is a queer anthem in that way. And it is painting this 
female love interest in this very female gazy sort of light. We talk a lot about now on the internet about the female gaze versus the male gaze. And if you wanted an example of the female gaze, this song is definitely it. And because they're looking at the way that her silk dress brushes against her skin. And that's what's creating this attraction. And then after this verse is when we finally get a little bit of a beat to it. No more just guitar. The drums come in. This pre-chorus here is picking it up to the chorus. And that's normally what pre-choruses does. They get you hyped for the catchy melody of the chorus. And here in the pre-chorus, we get, like, life's so fun, life's so fun, got my mini skirt and my rollerblades on, bag on my side because I'm out till dawn, keeping it light like silk chiffon, life's so fun, life's so fun, don't need to worry about no one, she said I got her if I want, she's so soft like silk chiffon. This is one of my favorite stanzas in all of music, I swear. As soon as I start singing this life immediately does become fun. Like, I don't know what it is about this melody. I don't know what it is about this song, but it just takes this pre-chorus to instantly boost my mood. Like I could be having a sour day, but forcing myself to sing that life is fun makes it better. And I love how the depiction of her having a good life is that they've got the mini skirt and the rollerblades on and you got your little bag on your side because you're out till dawn. I, it's so cute. I love these, I love these lyrics so much. And the melody makes it fun too because katie's kind of singing it in like a life so fun life so fun got my mini skirt and my rollerblades on it's just a catchy melody it's a very simple melody you know it's like one note kind of a tone but it's fun to sing to and it's fun to sing about and then we finally get to like the love of the song she says i got her if i want she's so soft like silk chiffon and there are silk chiffon love interest why she's being compared to Silk Chiffon because she's soft. And this song feels so soft and it depicts that so very well. But it builds to this chorus where she, Katie goes, Silk Chiffon, that's how it feels, oh, when she's on me. Silk Chiffon, that's how it feels, oh, when she's on me. So the chorus finally reveals, like, this is why we're comparing this girl to Silk Chiffon is because when she's on me. But, like, it's so cute of a song. And I think this song depicts female love really perfectly. This song builds off of that attraction and that soft kind of feeling. But this chorus has an even catchier melody than the pre-chorus because Katie goes, silk! Like she screams it. I love a song that can incorporate kind of like a scream where it's like, yay, we all scream together, silk! Oh, and that's how it feels though when she's on me. Very catchy melody, very good times. And I looked up actually what silk chiffon is made of. And it is a fabric that is described as elegant and sheer with a crepe-like texture. Beautiful, comparing a woman to that, just gorgeous. So after that catchy little chorus, we get into verse two. And verse two is Phoebe Bridger's time. Yay, Phoebe! Phoebe comes in. And I think the coolest little aspect about this song is in verse two. The song gets a little bit edgier. And I think it gets edgier for Phoebe. <laughs> because while Phoebe does have like very soft and mellow music, she does have kind of like that rock and punk kind of vibe to her. And so in this verse two, we get the electric guitar that comes in and Phoebe sings, I'm high and I'm feeling anxious. What a line. We're going to stop there because Phoebe goes, I'm high and I'm feeling anxious. Then we get boom, boom. We get two guitar strums on beat right after that. And I love a very rhythmic guitar because I can fist pump in the air on the beat and go boom, boom with it. Ah, it's so good. It's literally, it makes my like brain 
itch. You know, it's like it makes me it makes me very happy to hear that every time. Where are you high and anxious, Phoebe? And she continues singing inside of the CVS when she turns around halfway down the aisle with that you're on camera smile like she wants to try me on. Okay, we're gonna stop here because uh, while I love the first verse and the pre-chorus, this verse honestly makes me happier every time it comes on because I can't tell if Phoebe wrote this verse in like collaboration or if they were like, let's give Phoebe the darker lines of this song. Like, of course, they're going to give Phoebe the negative emotions that come in this song, which is I'm high and I'm feeling anxious inside of a CBS. But you're not high and anxious for long because she turns around, the protagonist, she turns around halfway down the aisle with that you're on camera smile. I don't know what a you're on camera smile is, but when Phoebe sings you're on camera smile, I immediately can picture a you're on camera smile. And I think it's because like when you see those signs where it's like, smile, you're on camera, you do like a goofiest grin. So I can, I'm just picturing like the goofiest, like biggest grin. And then there's a repeat of that line, like she wants to try me on. I think that line is just kind of like referencing the silk chiffon dress, the fabric, you know, like you try on clothes. So then you want to try on this girl, you know, kind of feel it out sort of a thing. So I think that's what, it, what it's referencing. But love the Phoebe verse. It's just very funny when she comes in and she sings, I'm high and I'm feeling anxious. For some reason, that is the most relatable line of this song. Then we get a repetition of the pre-chorus, but because these lyrics are so great, we are going to say them again. And life's so fun. Life's so fun. Got my mini skirt and my rollerblades on. Bag on my side because I'm out till dawn. Keeping it light like silk chiffon. Life's so fun. Life's so fun. Don't need to worry about no one. She said, I got her if I want. She's so soft like silk chiffon. Why is it? Why is this pre-chorus so much of a jam? Like, I can't even say it to you not in the rhythm because the rhythm of it is so fun as well. And I just feel like the picture of equating life being fun with your having your mini skirt and your rollerblades on, like that's so like it's fun and like quirky and cute. And there's a really funny TikTok trend with this song that I think got the song to its fame. The gag was like the person, it would be the person doing a cute little pose and then it'd be like a checklist on the side. So it'd be life so fun, life so fun. And they would check off if life would be fun for them. Got my mini skirt, check. Rollerblades, check. Bag on my side, check. Out till dawn, check. And then sometimes they would exit too. But that was, that was, that's a funny little trend. And then we get another chorus, but this chorus, you know, it's fuller and it has the electric guitars finally all the way in and we get Phoebe and Katie singing together. Silk Chiffon, that's how it feels, oh, when she's on me. And there's actually, in the second chorus, there's a greater presence of harmonies than in the first one. So obviously the song keeps building and building. So each chorus gets louder and louder. But then the song kind of turns down a little bit, gets a little more introspective in the bridge. And this isn't like a dramatic bridge at all. It's a nice soft bridge. And I also kind of like when bridges have this sort of like whisper singing. So you can hear the melody and you can hear what they're saying, but it sounds like it should be backup vocals and it's not the main front vocals. And that's kind of what this bridge does. And we hear, it feels good to me. It feels good to me. Oh, why wouldn't it be? Oh, why wouldn't it be? And it repeats that. It feels good to me. It feels good to me. Oh, why wouldn't it be? Oh, why wouldn't it be? And I think those two lines are really important to kind of tie this song together. Like life's so fun, right? Like that's nice and catchy and cute. But the main thing of the song is this kind of like sapphic love of it feel and that it feels good to this person. And why wouldn't it? Because love is love. And so it's just another way that Muna is using their music to promote queer love, promote acceptance. 
of queer love. And they're kind of like showing the world how they feel attraction to women or to feminine people in this kind of way. I feel like without this bridge, this song could just be a fun pop song about life is fun and I got a pretty girl. But this bridge is like kind of ties us back to Muna's like main statement as a band promoting acceptance of this queer and sapphic love. Then after these couple of lines, the instruments all fade out for Katie to just rip up this one line. She sings, she's so soft like silk chiffon, but she sings it with her full chest after this bridge, almost like, yes, she's just so soft like silk chiffon. And then we get back into the last chorus and I just love that they did this. And I love it when instruments kind of fade out for the singer to just belt out a line for us to hear and probably the most important line of the song. Then we got the last chorus, Katie and Phoebe singing again. And Katie kind of actually goes off more on the melody here. She doesn't keep it just level. She sings a higher tune. So that way you know that this is the last chorus. This is the biggest chorus. And it's just a cheer and it's a celebration. And it's so, it's just so fun and so good. And then after this last chorus, that's the end of the song and we get an outro that is very similar to the intro with that kind of 2000s sort of feeling to it. The best thing about this song is that it's upbeat and it's supposed to be fun and that's what it gets across in the best way possible. And I love the inclusion on this song of the electric guitar to kind of make it that much more edgier. So it's still a pop song, but we do kind of get a little bit of an edge with it. And you know what's really cool lately is a lot of indie pop artists use rock kind of sounds and rock electric guitars in their songs, even though the bass level of it is very still indie pop. I really dig that because it kind of brings my two worlds together a little bit. But my favorite part of this song, Phoebe's verse and the guitar hits in it that we talked about, the chorus is great and the carefreeing feel to it. And the message, the message is just so fun and life so fun. It's just so, every time I say fun in this episode, I'm like, life so fun. But the message is just so cute. Just about kind of this, this sapphic kind of love feeling to it. It's just very sweet. And my favorite lyric is probably with that your on camera smile that I dug into a little bit because I think it's just such a cute lyric to me too. My last thoughts on Muna is honestly, why aren't they more popular? They're a great little triplet, kind of a band, and they have a great sound and great music. It obviously is a little bit more on the electro pop side than it is on the indie pop side, but... If you need kind of that more variety in your life, Muna is definitely something you should check out, and I will definitely be listening to more of them. They're actually going to be opening up for Casey Musgraves on her tour this year, which is super exciting because my friends and I are going to see Casey Musgraves on my birthday, February 14th. So I'm really excited to hear Muna for the first time live and dance to Silk Chiffon because they better play Silk Chiffon. <laughs> I'll, I'll love all of their music, but, but obviously. The biggest takeaway for me in general from my music taste and listening to music over the years, over my 23, almost 24 years of life, is that when I finally gave up on the idea that I only needed to listen to underground, edgy, punk, rock music, because that's what made me interesting and that's what kind of made me cool with my music taste, when I gave up on that idea and I accepted the fact that I liked pop music and that I liked indie pop is when I think it made my glow up. And I embraced it. And this podcast is something for me where I feel like I can embrace that side of me here on the podcast. And I can emphasize to people 
that you love the kind of music that you love. And it doesn't matter if it's not underground enough, if it's not edgy enough, if it's not cool enough. What makes you happy is what makes you happy. And in this podcast, that's what we're here to celebrate, is music making us happy. I'm just so sick and tired of hipster dudes coming in here thinking that they know better about music than me, or just kind of on people in general because they don't listen to the kind of hippie underground music that they do. And I'm sick and tired of young women being shamed for the kind of music that they listen to. Now I'm going on a rant here, but I promise it all connects back to Muna. I could write a whole blog post or paper about this, but young women were the first people to ever listen to the Beatles. And now look at them. They're probably one of the greatest known boy bands, rock bands of all time. So it just, it makes me angry when people discredit, more specifically, young women's voices because they're fanatic or they deem it to be crazy or just listen to this kind of pop music when that is just such utter BS. But the way that the music industry or more particularly sometimes some older men or women can do this too, but that hipstery kind of vibe of a music critic, that kind of voice definitely influenced me growing up, made me kind of like suppress the fact that I liked pop music made me feel embarrassed for liking One Direction back in the day. Right now, I'm unashamed of it. But back then, I was really embarrassed about listening to them when I was in middle school and high school. Made me kind of lean towards more of the rock stuff that I do genuinely enjoy and I did genuinely enjoy and push away kind of those pop voices. But that wasn't me. And Muna here celebrates the electropop feeling that they have and they really rock with it and it's this their kind of sound is perfect for the three of them it meshes well together they can't force themselves to be something that they're not and i feel like us especially women but anyone who listens to music can always feel kind of judged on what they like to listen to and i would like to say if you've ever felt that way that this podcast is a safe space for loving the kind of music that you love. I think as long as it's not hateful, <laughs> as long as it's literally not hateful, then who cares? Who cares? I just went on a long rant, but I did that because I feel like I don't emphasize enough why I made this podcast and why this podcast is really important to me. And that's why. It's because it's a place for me to talk about the music that I like to listen to without feeling like I have to push a certain genre forward more or talk about just very underground kind of stuff. It is a space for me to talk about whatever music I want to talk about and whatever song has been on my mind for that week or that month or whatever album as well. And that is Silk Chiffon for this week. So I hope you enjoyed that rant, and I hope you enjoyed learning more about Muna. Definitely go check them out if you liked what you heard today and you want to hear more. The queer anthem, sunshine vibes, and instant mood booster is why Silk Chiffon is my song of the week.
Thank you for listening to episode 21 of Hannah's Song of the Week. If you want to hear more of my ramblings on some of my favorite songs, make sure to come back every Friday on most podcast platforms. If you want to keep up with the podcast, check out my Twitter and Instagram below and check out the Song of the Week playlist that I update with each new song covered. Thanks again to everyone who tuned in. I hope you have a good week and listen to some good music and don't forget to treat people with kindness. Bye! Life's so fun, life's so fun, got my mini skirt.